0: Tomorrowland Transit Authority Metroliner nonstop
1: Now departing Rocket Tower Plaza Station For a round-trip super skyway tour Howdy,
2: folks Today, I want to share with you Some of our ideas for Disney World Hey, Waldorf Uh, What are we going to see in here
1: anyway? It's one of those 3D movies Put on your glasses, Dantler Throughout today's performance, please refrain from buzzing, stinging and pollinating and no chirping, thank you. Reflections. Hey y'all,
0: welcome to the WDW Reflections podcast, your unofficial guide through Disney World memories and their connections to the parks we know and love today. I'm Dewey, I'm one of your hosts, and this is episode number 19 of the WDW Reflections podcast. Stick around towards the end of the show for more information on how you can contact us and become involved in the show through social media groups and maybe even be a contributor to future shows. With me today are my podcast travel buddies, Ron and Tony. Coming to us from Cleveland, Tennessee, my buddy Ron. How's it going, Ron?
1: We're doing well today. Merry Christmas, everyone. Looking forward to today's um, discussion. Good to see my buds um, Dewey and Tony today.
0: All right, good to see you too, Ron. And coming to us from the Big Apple, up there in New York, is my good my good buddy Tony. How you doing today, Tony?
2: Hey everybody, as you say where I come from, Feliz Navidad, <laughs> oh, Merry <laughs> Christmas. Hope everybody's having a, a, a good week, and uh, we are here to celebrate with at least doing and I with our ugly Christmas sweaters.
0: All right. Yes, we know uh, Ron is traveling. He's seeing his uh, his his family. In Oklahoma, so he's traveling for the holidays. So he didn't pack the ugly sweater this week, but that's all right. Uh, he's actually probably uh, the smartest of us. And when yeah. you look at uh, when you get <laughs> when to you look, look at the
2: it, video, you'll see.
0: Yeah, you'll see. He probably made the right choice. All right, fellas. So, are we ready to reflect on this week's WDW Reflections podcast? I'm ready.
2: I'm ready. I'm ready.
0: All right. So this week, as we're quickly approaching the holiday season, uh, we're, we're recording this on the 19th of December. So just a couple of days away from Christmas. I know that's hard to believe. Uh, man, this year has flown by. Um, so since we're right close, just a few days away from Christmas, we wanted to take a look at the history of Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party for this episode. We want to look at uh, maybe a little bit of Uh, how long it's been going on and take a look at how it's changed. So Ron is going to lead this week's discussion. So Ron, if you're ready, take it away, buddy.
1: I'm ready. Um, Mickey's very Merry Christmas party is one of my all time favorite things that Disney has done. Believe it or not, it's been going for 38 years. It started in 1983. Um, the history of why it was started was there's really not a lot of coverage, but for special events in general, Dewey covered in his review of the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween, how special events got their start. Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party and others were spinoffs to the start of special events. So if you want to hear more of that history, I would encourage you to take go take a listen to that. It's episode 11, and um, I believe it's the cover where we cover Mickey's not so scary Halloween. Um, However, um, as you guys know, how uh, Disney transforms their park into a Christmas wonderland starting sometime early November. It includes one of my favorite parts, the castle dream lights when they cover, cover the castle in 200,000 led lights to resemble Uh, The castle being frosted in ice and snow. And I'm going to give you a second. Guess what year that started. And if you're guessing early 2000s, you're in the ballpark. It started in 2007. And I remember um, being at the park the first year that happened and was in awestruck and hoped that it would become a yearly tradition. And it did. Um, and while it's not exclusive um, to the to the party, it definitely adds to the atmosphere and the ambiance of the park during the Christmas party. Uh, the party runs between November and December each year, and it's a nighttime Christmas party. During the party, there's three Christmas shows. Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Parade, Celebrate the Season in front of um, Cinderella's Castle, and Holiday Wishes Fireworks Show. In 2019, it was replaced with Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Time Fireworks featuring Minnie Mouse. And then uh, during that time, again, this is not an exclusive to the party, but it is a fun addition that you can enjoy during the party as well and that's that the jungle cruise is renamed to the jingle cruise and not like i just said not exclusive to the party but runs during the party and debuted in do you do your um uh tony do you know what year that debuted by any chance so you're
0: asking when the the debut of the jingle cruise yeah started Ooh, yeah. that i don't know um if i had to guess i would say i don't know 2012 2013 i was gonna I guess had.
2: 2011 myself wow you guys are
1: definitely the history buffs here it started in 2013
0: all right was so not exact I, I i think i had a ballpark an idea of when it uh, when it started but uh, yeah. ag- again i went over um, i would lose if we were on the Oh no! Wait, I said twelve, and it happened in thirteen. You 13? said twelve and thirteen. Yeah. Oh, hey, boom! I win. If we're under Price Is Right rules, I'm here.
2: Come on down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, winner.
2: And and so
1: so let's let's continue the question and answer. Do you know what they changed during the Jingle Cruise? Uh, I know that like the monkeys get Christmas hats
0: and <laughs> stuff like that. Um, uh, I I, I've, I think I've been on it. But it was probably back around that time. I know I haven't been on it in six or seven or eight years. It's been quite some time. So I don't really remember a whole lot about the changes.
2: 2013 is way after the the last time that I was at the Magic Kingdom. But I think um, I've seen some videos of it. I I know they light up everything with uh, Christmas lights and it looks really pretty. Cool.
1: Yeah, they definitely add Christmas details. So hats on the monkeys and lights would definitely be part of that. And then they and it's also, a nighttime experience. Is, is it is it does it run during the day? As well? I don't know that it's only nighttime. Oh, okay. I think they they cha- they run it throughout the park. It's probably prettier at night because, like you're saying, they add lights. Um, but I think in the queue, they add some Christmas details that normally aren't there as well. Um, but what's cool is they they also renamed the boats. I didn't, I couldn't find what they renamed the boats to, but they renamed the boats. And they also, of course, add some great dad Christmas jokes into the <laughs> skipper's um, monologue. So, always- do you have any examples of that by any chance? I don't, unfortunately. I'm sorry. That's
0: I- There's nothing wrong with adding new da- uh, dad jokes. Who can-, right. who can get enough of that?
1: So um the other one that um takes a little bit of a makeover is um oh my gosh it just skipped my brain completely space um, mountain. no not space mountain the one with laughs um oh the mountain m- monster's laugh factory Ma- master monster's laugh factory takes a little bit they add laugh some, floor laugh, laugh floor La- monster's yeah.
0: laugh floor yes
1: they they add some um holiday fun into that one as well those are the only two um attractions that really take on any major changes but what guests can look forward to during the party is shorter queue lines and more opportunity to ride their favorite rides um in 2020 the christmas party unfortunately was canceled due to covid 19 And this year, the event was replaced with Disney's Very Merry After Hours. So I'm interested to see if that's the new name that we'll see, or if that's just for this year, that it's a little bit of a less, um, not less celebration, but, uh, because I've looked and people really liked it and feel that it was definitely worth the cost, um, but it, you, you missed out on some things that they used to have, like character dance parties and things of that nature. What was included is Mickey's um, Once Upon a Christmas Time parade. And then they had a new show. And I'm assuming this was in front of the castle Mickey and Minnie's Very Merry Memories. And then the return of Minnie's wonderful Christmas Time fireworks. Um, This was surprising. You're still going to have special character appearances, but they are not in their holiday attire. Mickey will be sporting his 50th anniversary suit, and the rest are in their traditional outfits. How how surprising is that to you guys?
0: That is very surprising to me because, uh, and Ron, if if you are going to talk about this a little little bit later, then don't let me ruin it, but uh, have you guys seen – the special holiday characters that they have at Disneyland
1: no. this year. And I'm no I wasn't going to talk about it. Okay, so good. We can, we can go ahead and uh,
0: um so greeting guests at Disneyland this year is uh from you guys remember uh Mickey's Christmas Carol where it was yeah. Uncle Scrooge or uh, Ebenezer Scrooge and all yeah. that. Um that story um you know uh, uh, uncle Scrooge, Donald's uncle plays Ebenezer Scrooge in that. Mm-hmm. And then Goofy plays Jacob Marley, the, you know, the, his, his friend, mm-hmm. best friend ghost. Well, at Disneyland this year, they have those walk around characters. So it's Uncle Scrooge in his, his sleep shirt and the, the, the you know, the, the sleep hat. Yeah. And then, dude, the, the real star of the show is the, uh, Jacob Marley, Goofy because he's um all blue you know how like you know because he looks yeah. like a ghost you know yeah. how, so like the hitchhiking ghosts they're all blue he looks like that but he's got um he's in the the jacob marley suit or whatever and he's got the chains d- draped around him and everything but he's all blue and I mean, it looks like a goofy jacob marley ghost and it's super super cool um so when you see that they're doing that at Disneyland for this holiday season and then you get to Disney World for for this their holiday celebration and and Mickey and Minnie are not wearing anything special for holiday at all, uh, it is surprising. You know, I get it. They 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 rolled out their, you know, pulled out all none of the anything they could think of to make his what do they call it, that iridescent yeah. um suit special for the 50th and maybe they're just trying to you know get their money's worth or whatever for with that outfit but yeah it is surprising that you know like i said disneyland rolls out these mickey's christmas carol characters and they they're super cool you should definitely check those out and but disney world doesn't they're not not even like a santa mickey or something Yeah, no the, the
1: and the interesting part is even like cinderella all the princesses are in their regular outfits no they're not in their um in their holiday outfits the only exception to that is winnie the pooh and his gang are in holiday outfits that's
2: are they pushing a winnie the pooh movie or something that's kind of weird
1: yeah it was very different and so i was i was really taken back because if i'm going to a holiday christmas um party hosted by Disney, I'm going to expect them to be in their in their holiday garb. But that's not the case this year, and I was surprised by that. But it's always enjoyable to see the characters. And they didn't really – I don't think um, there's going to be a lot of interactive. Again, I think they're due to the COVID protocol. Um, but I think they're making them more appearing more, – more opportunities to see them um, than what maybe – you get in the park. And then, of course, holiday treats. Um, Complementary is popcorn, ice cream novelties, and then cookies and hot chocolate. And then there's some other beverages that, but they didn't really list which ones. And then they have um, exclusive treats that are for an additional charge. So you can't get these at any time other than during the the party. And that one is a gingerbread almond cake pop. It's gingerbread almond cake dipped in white chocolate. And then to be jolly float, it's a peppermint iced coffee blended with vanilla ice cream topped with whipped cream, peppermint sprinkles, and a chocolate mini bow. And then you have the ginger apple funnel cake, which is gingerbread funnel cake topped with apple pie filling Vanilla ice cream and caramel drizzle. And then you have the orange bird charo and it's marshmallow cream topped with orange candy slices. And of course, you can get um, select holiday merchandise that's exclusive to the party. You also have, of course, um, merchandise that's available at all times. So the parties, um, I don't know if you, I think you guys have all. I believe we may have been there at the same time um, to enjoy Mickey's Merry Merry Christmas and the special events. I was um, when they we first started our ten Disney adventures with the family. I was very um, skeptical of the events because it felt like it was just another reach into my pocketbook, if I'm honest. But they're very unique. We've been to um mickey's not so scary halloween we've been to a pirates and princess event and we've been to mickey's very merry christmas so obviously i've bought into the fact that they're they i think they bring value i think that you do the queue lines are definitely shorter you get to do more and it's unique experiences as well um and you get some freebies if you want to call them freebies um In there and and just some unique opportunities some shows that you don't get to see any other time and christmas in general at disney is just a incredible experience so if anybody ever asked me when's the best time to go to disney christmas for me is is the time and and i like to go i don't know that this is still true because it's been a few years since we've been but we went the year that we really did Got to enjoy the Christmas celebration at Disney. It was the week after Thanksgiving, the first week of mm-hmm. December, and the crowds from Thanksgiving were already gone. Yeah, and the crowds for the holiday had not quite got there, and we walked on and off rides throughout um, the our visit. And the the pools are warmed, so you you can still swim. And we just uh, it's magical and and at the time the Osborne lights were still there which I hate that they've replaced those yeah that was, was one of the such, best experiences uh such a fun experience and of course I, I didn't mention during the party I don't know if you can do this any other time but they it snows on Main Street right I, I don't know if it snows during the regular um not party at at Main Street
2: but it definitely snows during the party. Well, I have a quick question for you Ron. Do you did you have any chance do you know what the cost of this is nowadays or how much the cost has varied over the
1: years? So, I I didn't and it's a great question. The um furthest that I could find was 1995 and back then it was
2: 16.95. $16.95. $16.95. Wow.
0: So even in back then it was still a like a hard ticket event. You you couldn't you didn't get in just by your your regular daily ticket. You had to buy a special event ticket. But in the mid 90s that special event ticket cost you $16.95 a person.
1: Yeah, and it almost seems like that would be like a 1960s pricing. I mean that yeah, right?
2: Crazy. <laughs> what did they but do for that one? They, here's the budget version.
0: <laughs> I mean that's how much a beer costs around World Showcase now.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> or true. <churro. laughs> so so we're acknowledging that that pricing is a little bit different so for the 2021 season for a condensed version of or not condensed but a limited version of the of the party for a child to get in, it ranges from one hundred four to one hundred fifty five. One
2: hundred and four dollars to one hundred and fifty five dollars. Correct for oh, a child. Because for that's a child. because of
0: the tiered pricing. Depend the closer you get to Christmas, the more expensive it is. Right. Wait yeah. a minute. Wait a minute. How yeah.
2: many hours did you say this was?
0: It's uh, four, four or five. I think it doesn't it start at seven and it goes it till starts midnight, at seven and right? goes
1: till midnight. Yeah. Okay. Now, what we didn't mention, and I should have, is that it starts at 7, but you can get in a little earlier. And some have suggested for this year, um, you could actually get in and see two fireworks shows because you could get in early enough to see the fireworks show that they do prior and then see the fireworks show that they do for um, the Christmas party.
2: That's provided that you have admission to the park already, or yes, you'd have
1: to have no, no, they're saying that you could get in early with your Christmas party, your Christmas party thing.
0: Yeah, now that is one thing the the Christmas party, the hard ticket event, that is your admission to the Magic Kingdom that day. So, oh, really? You know, so you now granted you do have to wait until technically the ticket says 7 p.m., but I, I know we discussed when we talked about the Halloween party. Some people were successful getting in as early as four. Yes. So um, you don't get an entire day of admission with that. But if you're trying to stroll in around four or 5 p.m., then you do get admission to the Magic Kingdom. So maybe that a little bit can kind of justify a hundred bucks for a ticket because you are gaining entrance to the park and getting the special event ticket. But holy smokes, that's a lot of cash. So that's that's still
1: child ticket. (laughs) We're talking. Yes, not but the adult ticket is much more. The adult ticket is between one hundred and nine dollars and one hundred and fifty nine dollars. Okay.
0: So moral to that story is, if you want to celebrate Christmas, do it at the end of November, (laughs) and you'll save fifty bucks a person. Oh, well,
1: well, wait, it gets better. There's oh good. (laughs) Mickey's very merry christmas party plus oh. oh
0: oh here we go it's just like genie plus right you get a yeah. christmas party plus what does that mean
1: really there's not but on means minus december, to <laughs> on december 19th and 21st if you want to attend the party on those two days a one price cost of each person is are we ready Drumroll, roll please two hundred and forty (laughs) nine dollars. What? What? Not What?
0: (laughs) Holy smokes. Are you serious? That's this year's prices?
1: (laughs) Yes. Holy smokes. So if you wanted to go today or on the 21st, you're going to pay two hundred and forty nine dollars, though it's sold out. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That is
0: that is unbelievable. It's unbelievable to me that it is sold out at $249 a person. Holy smokes. So, I'm So shock.
1: shock. So guys, if we had any hope that genie plus or cost would become more reasonable, I don't think we're going to see that. So, and then one last thing that I wanted to talk about and we, and then I want to hear your guys' experiences around, the the party but another thing that disney does that's very special to our family we watch it every year and that's the christmas parade and many think that it is um aired live and it's not it's pre-recorded it's normally the first week of november um that they record that but that's not in stone there's been other dates but that's pretty much when they do it and then the thing that I found interesting was that it actually was a live parade until Disney bought ABC. And then they started pre-recording it after Disney bought ABC. So it was a shocker to me that, um, that people work to bring to produce though, I guess they do it on Thanksgiving as well with the Macy's day parade. But um, anyway, so it used to be live, it's no no longer live, it's pre-recorded. And um, so it's a very interesting fact. They probably wanted to control what it is that you're seeing,
2: and and this is oh absolutely. If you guys growing. have ever
1: watched it, it's definitely very much a what's coming up at Disney yes uh, type episode. Yeah, so it's always enjoyable. We love it, even though there's some advertisement to it, it's it's still enjoyable to us.
0: I still watch it i don't enjoy it as much as i used to um probably because uh one thing is i'm not a fan of pop music and that's all that's on there now it's that's true it's like the and this is just grumpy old man dewey <laughs> but uh you know i'm like hey kids get off my lawn you know
1: <laughs> well yeah I'm I, like- if i'm honest dewey <laughs> I, I we record it so i fast forward through some of the i mean- uh, it
0: Yes, I do the exact same thing. I'm like hit the DVR so I can fast forward these teeny bopper <laughs> pop stars, and I don't have to listen to them sing, you know, their their version of the latest Christmas yeah. song or whatever. Um, yeah, I I just watch the theme park stuff, the stuff where I can see, you know, you know parts of the I park that it, I haven't yeah. seen in a while and stuff, and and I do fast forward through the 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 pop singers because you know that's not my kind of music i guess so
2: but on on the positive side you you do get a a few glimpses of new up-and-coming things that are absolutely during that absolutely parade so
1: so what about you guys what what have you what's been your experiences with the party have you guys gotten to go and and did you enjoy it did you think it was worth it i'd love to hear what you guys think Well,
0: I've been to the Christmas party a few times, um, when my kids were smaller, you know, especially, uh, so probably in the mid two thousands see my son was born in 03 and my daughter was born in 06. So, you know, anytime around probably 2004 to 2012 or so is probably, you know, my prime Disney world at Christmas, uh, Mickey's very merry Christmas party attendance. And, um, my son, when he was little, absolutely loved the toy soldiers from from the parade. So that's one reason why we made sure we watched it every year, because he loved that part of the parade. And being able to take him to the, the Christmas party and let him see those toy soldiers in person was uh, pretty magical. Um, you know, I mean, I, I can remember, and I'm sure I have video of it somewhere, of us, you know being there at the parade and you know he's like walking like the like the toy soldier you know while we're watching the <laughs> the parade and stuff um i know that he he loved that so that was certainly a really really big part of of our our family's um christmas traditions was we definitely watched it on tv every year and uh, but going there for the parties was definitely fun. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure, I think that we talked about, um, in one of our previous episodes, we, we did the question, what was our favorite, uh, the Halloween party or the Christmas party? And I know we've talked about this, so I can remember, I've been to it uh, a couple of times where it was pretty chilly at the Christmas party. So we were wearing sweatshirts and stuff and it felt like Christmas. So we were enjoying the, the hot chocolate that you get with the party and everything. But then I've also been to that party when it was shorts and tank tops. And, <laughs> um, you know, I, I wasn't guzzling the, the free hot chocolate at that one, you know. So um, while I am not a, a fan of cold weather, I know you guys know that I hate the cold weather. Um, it, it is necessary to be uh, below 87 to enjoy a cup of hot chocolate. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, so we have definitely been several times and definitely enjoy the party. Um, I'm certainly not independently wealthy. So I would not be one of those. Let's go on December 21st and pay $249 per person. <laughs> uh, that's not this guy. I'm not that guy. Um, it is definitely um, at a hundred bucks a pop. I'm in. I think that's a pretty fair price, you know. Like I said, because you get that admission to the park and everything. So,
1: and not to mention, not not that I'm I'm bitter or anything that that you get to go to the park with just a signature of your name. The rest of the
0: yeah, well, you know, when that's true, I'm not paying to get in most days because you know I have cast member uh, family. So, you know, I'll pay a hundred bucks to go to the Christmas party. Uh, I'm not paying 250, man. That's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. That's you know what that is? That's a car payment, y'all. <laughs> $250 is almost a car payment. I mean, holy smokes. Right. So uh, and then I would also say that I've been present for the filming of uh of the parade before, <laughs> and um it's not magical uh when you're there for the filming, it's yeah. not because it's all Uh, you know, it's, it's producers and folks saying, you know, there's literally nothing going on on the street. And they're like, okay, we're about to start filming. Everybody act excited, show enthusiasm, clap and say, hi, Merry Christmas, or I love you from, you know, whatever. Like they're giving you instructions and then you're pretending that, you know, Mickey's going by or something on the parade float and stuff. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's, It's that's how TV. Yeah, there (laughs) you go. Yeah, Tony's doing it. That's how TV's made. I get it, but um, it was fun. I'm glad I did it one time. But it's you know it's it's that's how TV's made. And it's not the same when they're pre-recording it.
1: I am. um, I'm a fan of watching that process. But if you go to watch the parade, it's a lot of hurry up and wait and. Basically, you get to watch about five minutes of the production and then it's all staging and getting ready and and for hours. I mean, it's it's a little bit. My wife really gets frustrated because I'm in I'm just amazed by it and kind of staying in all of that whole process. She really does not enjoy it. So she endured me for a little while, but then we had to go on and do some fun stuff so uh no i get you and i and and watching if you've never done it it is fun to watch production it is very interesting anytime i go to new york i go down and try to watch um some of the filming of the today show it just intrigues me i don't know why but that there, there's this camera that can send images across the united states and everybody see the same anyway it's in intriguing to me so um what so about you, you Tony? probably
0: i'm sorry oh, i'm no, just saying no. you probably loved the original concept of mgm studios then didn't you you loved all that yeah. yeah it was cool i agree that is cool stuff sorry to interrupt you i just i just oh, no no connection.
1: it's it's a great it's a nice you're, you're right it is um so much fun to to watch that production and 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 i'm not starstruck per se Um, By a lot of people, but the process I am intrigued by. So,
0: I saw Regis and Kelly they when they were filming it that one. Oh, did you really? That's
1: cool.
0: Yeah, you know they they always set the yeah uh, up like right basically where the flagpole is, so they're there and you can see you know Main Street behind, kind of like where you're at in your your picture right now. Oh yeah, yeah. So we were. I remember being on the train station up on the second level and watching watching some of the filming you know of regis and kelly were up there and you know as the float was going by or whatever it was kind of cool so um you know i've i've seen it from different uh different angles and different areas and you know participated a little bit and didn't participate and just watched and stuff so yeah it, it's been pretty cool so sorry and i interrupted you again so no you're done no, it's good stuff tony yeah, go for it. your turn tony
2: well, you know, I was there actually for I think it must have been 2004, uh, the filming of the Christmas special. I think Regis was the host that day. But we actually used that opportunity to go on the rides because a lot of people were focused yeah. in, in the Main Street oh. area. So we took that opportunity to go on some of the rides that usually have the longer lines. And um, I have to say, I love Disney World at Christmas time. The times that I've been there during that time have always just been some of my favorite visiting um. Opportunities. And as far as the Christmas parade, that was one of the first gatherings that I had gone to with uh, the group that we all met on the, 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 the Mouse House Magic group. And I remember getting there that night uh, to meet everybody and just being overwhelmed by the feeling of Christmas that you get when you enter into the park. Once, especially once it starts to get dark and everything lights up and Main Street lights up. Um, we had some people in the group who had never seen real snow before, and I'll never forget the, um, uh, the expressions of the kids. Once the snow started to fall down on main street, it was just precious. It was something that, that they, um, that they probably will always remember. And I remember seeing the expressions on their face, of course, where I come from, that's a normal thing, but it was fun to see, to see that. And you know, uh,
1: just for, as a, as a, a side note, yeah, those kids are now
2: some of them are married and in college and it's crazy it, it is crazy how, how time has flown and and i remember watching them being little kids dancing in the dance party in the back with uh with i think it was max and and some other characters that they had at the time but uh disney's special i also like the fact that they give you that cocoa. that's a that's a fun treat and i think i Am I, I might be wrong, but did they give you a sugar cookie or something? Yeah, they well? give you,
1: now it's uh doodles, but back then I think it was sugar cookie.
2: It was like a sugar cookie and a, mm. and a free, um, uh, hot chocolate. Yeah. And, uh, you got to, st- we, we stood in line for the parade and watched Dewey. Uh, you just mentioned the, the March of the, of the wooden soldiers was, was so cool to see. And um, it, it's it's really really a special event and a special time. So I'm glad that they that they do it. I can't believe how much it costs nowadays, though. I, I definitely would not be able to to uh, partake in that nowadays. Yeah. But uh, but Disney does a great job. We mentioned earlier the the Osborne lights. Uh, I'd like to talk about that when we when we get to that subject. But but uh, as far as Mickey's Mary, hard to beat.
1: Well, no, I think uh, I think you bring up a good point, Tony, in that when you mentioned the Osborne Lights, is that all the parks are really transformed
2: during the Christmas season. And, and the resorts are as well. Yeah. One and, of the things that they, we used to love to do is to go visit all the different resorts and see all the different Christmas trees that right? they have. Yeah. And the
1: gingerbread house. And the gingerbread, and the gingerbread a, house. And, you, and we're not talking the little gingerbread house that you sit on a counter. These things you could actually walk in. And I think one of them you can actually walk in in the – and the, the the work and the, the effort that goes into these gingerbread houses. And and the neat thing is that's still free. You can still walk through the resorts and see all of that all of that decoration and, and Disney Springs is decorated for Christmas. If you've not been to Disney during Christmas, you're missing a great opportunity to to celebrate. And and I know that I really miss the Osborne lights being absolutely at, at Epcot or wait no at yeah. uh, MGM studios MGM
2: studios in right. fact uh, i used to say to people that actually felt to me as if i was stepping into christmas i mean literally you when you i mean i i appreciate what it is now much more obviously because it's now the galaxy's edge area but when when we walked into that era, to that area at christmas time and you got that experience of all of those streets lined up with those beautiful lights it was just awe-inspiring i literally felt as if i was walking inside a christmas card and uh do you mentioned that the osborne lights actually originated back in your home state
0: yes absolutely um so there it's called the osborne what was it called the osborne spectacle of dancing lights or something like that um the osborne family is actually from uh, little rock arkansas and and i grew up in uh north little rock arkansas and jacksonville arkansas so um Jennings Osborne was a, a local businessman in, in Little Rock and he started decorating his house uh, for Christmas uh, because his daughter was young and she asked him to, to do that. So he started, it started as, 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 decorating his house for Christmas for his family. And uh, you know, he was a pretty uh, successful businessman. So he had the money. So he hired people to, to, to decorate his house and it became like this annual thing, it got bigger and bigger every year. And it started becoming a, uh, a problem. I remember we would go when I was a kid and I'm probably we're talking probably I was pro- somewhere between eight and 12, 13, something like that. I don't remember exactly. But it was in the 80s. And uh, it was a, like a destination. You would drive to this guy's house and drive to the Cantrell where he lived in Little Rock and the traffic would be backed up for miles and you would just be in line and we would normally, you know, put Christmas music on the radio or whatever and just sing along to Christmas music as you're waiting for an hour or whatever to drive by this guy's house. And um, it, like I said, it got bigger and bigger every year. So eventually his neighbors started uh, complaining to the city council and stuff because it was uh, becoming a nuisance so he bought their houses. So he bought the two houses next to him. So after that, he started decorating three houses for Christmas every year. And it just kept getting bigger and bigger until fi- finally the, 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 his, his community and the, the city of Little Rock eventually kind of passed this ordinance that he wasn't allowed to do it anymore because it became this gigantic traffic nightmare. And uh, so when that happens, when they, I guess, pulled the here pulled the plug, (laughs) you see what I did there? When they pulled the (laughs) Uh, plug, Ron loved that one. Um, When they pulled the plug on Jennings Jennings Osborne's uh, Christmas display, um, they used it down in downtown Little Rock. They decorated, there's a place called Riverfront Park where they hold concerts and stuff. And think they decorated that area for a, a year or two, uh, and then he eventually donated them to uh, to Disney World, and that's when Disney World started using them at MGM Studios. So it was always cool for me because I can remember certain elements for sure, especially the the one, the big one that was like uh, it looked like a carousel. It was blue and white, and I think yeah, it had yeah,
1: I remember that it well. Yeah, fun. Yeah, I
0: remember that. That was in. Jennings Osborne's front yard at some point when I was a kid, you know, so elements of it always brought back, you know, some memories of my childhood, you know, driving, sitting in that traffic for an hour waiting to see it, you know, and, and then it was, it was the same kind of traffic when you did it at MGM, it was just foot traffic by that time (laughs) and you could walk through it and everything. So, uh, it, it was always cool. It brought back memories from my
2: childhood and, uh,
1: well, and I remember they, they let it snow there as well when we yes. were walking through it. Yep. So that was fun, too.
2: And they played, and they piped music in, if I yeah. remember. Oh, right?
1: absolutely. It was, it
0: was at some point, it when it first started, when it was at Jennings Osborne's house, and then when it was first at the studios, it was just lights. And, you, and it didn't oh. do anything. And at some point through its run at MGM Studios, they changed the name of it to Uh, the spectacle of Jennings, the Osborne Family Spectacle of Lights, they changed it to the Osborne Dancing Lights, Spectacle of Dancing Lights. And that's when it was timed to that soundtrack. So as you walk through it, like most of the time during the night, it was just lights. And Mm -hmm. then every, I don't remember what the schedule was, but every 20 minutes or every hour or whatever it was, it would, they would flip a switch and it would be like all this dramatic music and it would flash and, you know, Dance. it would move yeah. to the, to the soundtrack. So I, I guess they kind of upped it, the, the show a little bit. So that was really cool. It didn't do that when I was a kid, it was, you know, just a light display. And then, you know, Disney, as they do with their, with their fireworks shows and stuff, they were able to time it to a soundtrack and everything. So that was really cool too.
2: Now it's kind of funny for me that, you know, I grew up in New York city where, you know, that is Christmas to a lot of people. But if I think about my favorite Christmas memory, it was really literally walking in to the Osborne lights that day. And also I had just come from the Christmas party uh, as well. So it was, um, it's it's a great memory to have. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, New York is definitely a destination for Christmas for a lot of folks, but Disney, um, in my opinion, for me, Top's New York, but great. Well, I've enjoyed going down this this road of talking about Christmas and uh, the the very Merry Christmas party. I uh, hope you guys have too, and enjoyed talking about
0: it. Absolutely, good stuff. I I I love. You're right, Ron. You said your favorite time to go to Disney is at the holidays, and and, and I would have to agree with you. In uh, normal normal non-pandemic years, uh, my family, you know, I'm a high school teacher, so I have off for winter break. So uh, pre-pandemic, my family would get up on tw- the 26th of December and we would drive to Florida every year. And we would spend the week uh, after starting after Christmas on the 26th until you know usually the second or third of January, we would spend that time down in uh, in Florida with my in-laws. And so we experience that a lot. We absolutely love it. And there's, there's been some times when we've gone into the parks and don't even get on a ride because mm-hmm. it's just, it's absolutely packed for, for one thing. It's, you know, you, if you do get on a ride, you're waiting an hour for living with the land or something, you know, I mean, it's, it's long lines for everything. So often we'll just go into the parks and we'll just get a churro or something and just walk around listen to the music and just experience just being there and that's you know a, a, a luxury i guess of being able to go as often as i'm able to go that it, i don't feel like i have to get on every ride on, when i make a trip that you know sometimes we go and don't get on a ride at all and that's okay so uh, i've been able to experience that and just and that's that's really special really enjoy going down there uh at the holidays and, and just seeing the lights here and the music and stuff it's it's a lot of fun definitely agree with you ron it is a special time to go yep definitely all right well i guess that just about does it for the main segment our very merry podcast this week looking at uh, the history of uh, mickey's not so not i do that every time and it's not, not so scary.
2: mickey's not so merry christmas yeah
0: not so merry that's not the name of this thing <laughs> they couldn't charge you 250 bucks a pop if it was not so merry
2: it is not so merry scary christmas yeah yes
0: it's mickey so
1: they may want to consider if they're going to continue the the 250 dollar <laughs>
0: tag yeah, of remaining change it to, mickey's uh very scary holiday price tag you know that might work oh yeah holiday price tag plus yeah you could charge more if you put a plus on it (laughs) all right so that just about does it for the mickey's very merry christmas party podcast episode there we go I, i think i got it out there we go good stuff all right so let's switch gears and talk about what's happening now in Walt Disney World this week. Uh, Not a whole lot of interesting stuff going on this week, but one thing that I did find that I thought was kind of cool, and this is because just a few episodes ago, I think it was episode 15. uh, Yes, episode 15, we did um, a special on the Walt Disney World ferry boat. So that's why I wanted to, to talk about this real quick. This week, a brand new ramp for the Magic Kingdom Ferry boat uh, was completed and opened at the Transportation and Ticket Center. The new ramp is designed to alleviate some of the traffic, some of that foot traffic that can back up as guests make their way from the TTC across the Seven Seas Lagoon to the Magic Kingdom. The ramp allows guests to fill both the top and the bottom decks of the ferry to the Magic Kingdom all at the same time. At its opening, guests who were mobile Uh, were asked to take the path to the right and that led to the upper deck. So loading directly to the top deck of the ferry boat. While people with members in their party who were in wheelchairs were directed to the path that led to the left and that allowed them to remain on the lower decks. So it was more of a, it's a, it's a ramp, you know, so you can roll the wheelchairs on while the, uh, the path that goes to the top deck is both ramp and has some stairs to it. So I thought that was kind of cool. I found some pictures online that uh, had some pretty pretty detailed pictures that showed uh, what the ramp looked like, and it showed some pictures of everybody loading at the same time, top and bottom. And uh, I thought it was pretty interesting. I'm wondering if Disney is hoping that this alleviates some of the altercations that we've been seeing on on the ferry boat there's been two physical altercations between guests on the ferry boat in just the past few months so maybe this easier uh, loading and unloading process uh, will make guests happier so that they don't get into fistfights on the ferry boats but uh, have you guys seen the uh, seen any pictures or heard about the new ramps
2: I haven't heard about the ramps. I have heard about the altercations, though. That's right, pretty yeah. sad that that's going on Likewise.
0: there. Look, I've been to Disney World a whole bunch of times, and I've never felt um, the need to take a swing at, at a fella. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Well,
1: uh, and I think, Dewey, it just is it's an unfortunate reflection of where we're at right now yeah people are just on edge with how covid has impacted our society and so i'm hopeful that we can get back so disney too can stop being impacted and still become and not that it's not a magical place i'm sure it still is but unfortunately it just society is really struggling right now
0: i think this is a pretty pretty cool idea you know i mean i I know that i've got on to the ferry boat and it, you almost feel, I know my family sometimes will, uh, we always joke that we feel like, uh, cattle being herded into a pen. So we're always like, moo, you know, we'll <laughs> move as we're getting on the ferry boat. Um, cause it's just, you're just packed shoulder to shoulder, you yeah. know? So I bet this does, uh, alleviate some of that, you know, makes probably makes it a little bit better. Uh, so I think it's a pretty cool idea. Um, you know, and the pictures look nice. The The ramp looks cool. It's, it's, okay. um, so yeah, I thought, I thought it was a kind of cool little story. Something that, um, is, uh, Disney recognizing that there was a, uh, a small problem and, uh, you know, as they always do figuring out a, a way to, to make it better, you know, the, I mean, Disney really, uh, the Disney parks are kind of geniuses at crowd control and, Crowd movement and and you know making things better, making things more efficient and stuff. So,
1: aren't the the ferries, if I remember correctly, are kind of featured after or resemble the Staten Island ferries? Yeah, that's right. right. Yes, and yes. don't they load from top and bottom? If I uh, don't think I I've ever been on them,
0: I yeah really? I, I've never been on them either. So oh, I don't wow. know. That. So
1: we've we've rode them, and if I'm not mistaken. They they load from top and bottom.
0: Okay, I the ferry- know they load from front and back because it's mm-hmm. the ramp is on both sides. Yeah, uh, I don't know about top and bottom loading though.
2: The one at the, the New York Waterway does load top and bottom, but you can choose which one you want to go to.
1: Yeah, you can. Yeah, I do remember being able to choose. I just can't. I anyway, it seems like that they did load.
0: So maybe it wasn't Disney's idea. Maybe Disney copied it. Oh, well, no, I
1: wasn't saying that. I was just saying, <laughs> I was just making a point.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. I've never been on the Staten Island ferry, but uh, that's good stuff. So I just found that interesting this week, guys. All right. So let's move on to the final part of our show. This last segment is something we like to call. What's your favorite each week. One of our hosts brings with them a question to ask the other two guys. Those two hosts don't know the questions ahead of recording and must answer the question on the spot. This week, Ron is going to take what's your favorite. So, Ron, what have you got for Tony and me this week?
1: Well, the thing that I've brought to the table this week um, came up during my looking at the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party for this year and realizing that the character's for the most part, are not in holiday garb. So my question is, which do you prefer? The characters in holiday garb or in their traditional garb that they wear most of the time? So let's go with, I don't know who I normally choose first, but I'm going to
2: go with Tony today. Tony, what's your favorite? Uh, For me, I I think that the, uh, if we're celebrating the holidays, I think it's great to see them in their holiday garb. I I think if you go there any other time, you'll see them dressed in their normal clothes. I think part of the fun is seeing these characters dressing up for, uh, let's say, Halloween or for, I think they even do that for Easter or some of the other Fourth of July. So I think it, it makes sense for them to be in some kind of holiday thing. I, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that they're not I, I'm assuming it's because they're pushing the 50th anniversary and they want to make sure that the iridescent stuff gets seen. Perhaps they spent a fortune on that. But the uh, the fact that the holiday uh, stuff is missing is, is kind of sad. I prefer the holiday. OK. Yeah,
0: Ooh. I'm going uh, to go the, the same as Tony uh, and uh, Ron. Here you go. I go so much. that i've seen them in their you know their normal day-to-day outfits i've seen them in that a million times so uh i actually think it's fun to go find them in different outfits you know so uh for example during star wars weekends some of the coolest costumes were the characters dressed up in those star wars costumes you know so like jedi mickey and Goofy was dressed up like Darth Vader and Minnie had uh, Princess Leia from A New Hope so she had the the cinnamon bun hair and uh, Donald was a stormtrooper you know so um, I love seeing the characters in different outfits you'll you remember Mickey Mouse from 1980s Epcot had the space suit with the rainbow on his chest and stuff so um, anytime you get to see the characters in a different different outfit or you know, new clothes. So for, uh, for the purposes of this question, yeah, man, it's Christmas. You've got lights on the castle and you've got wreaths on the main street and you've got, you know, whatever else decorating the joint Christmas trees in every hotel. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, every guest is wearing a Mickey Mickey mouse Santa hat, right? So why aren't the characters wearing their holiday gear? Throw a scarf on somebody, Disney. I mean, <laughs> come on, something, right? Yeah. These they, dress them up for the holidays. I absolutely they. I mean, they do for the, the Halloween party. Um, you know, the I remember Winnie the Pooh and like all the Pooh characters are dressed up. And uh, let's see, Piglet was a flower, and Tigger had a skeleton costume and stuff. So, yeah, man. The, Dewey, I
2: think you mentioned that in Disneyland though they are dressing up this year.
0: Yes, that they have the, at least those two characters, Uh, Uncle Scrooge is dressed as Ebenezer Scrooge and Goofy is dressed up as Jacob Marley from the uh, Christmas Carol, Mickey's Christmas Carol. So I definitely think that uh, it's definitely better that when the characters are dressed up for whatever, whatever the season, Tony, you mentioned Easter. Uh, I've been there for the Easter parade before. Hmm. And they're in all like pastel suits. I, for some reason, I really remember Donald and Daisy uh, being dressed up in like pastel colored, you know, fancy Easter clothes and stuff. So, yeah,
2: I, it's not always the best outfit because I think uh, Mickey's birthday one looked like a confetti threw up on him or something. But yeah, <laughs> sometimes they're fun to look at. I mean, they're always fun to look at whether they're they're good or not.
0: Yeah, I, I think they should have them in some holiday clothes. Uh, I definitely think so too, but that's my answer, Ron. I'm going with dress those characters up for the holidays.
1: So I think we're, we're going to be in agreement this, this week with the, I think we're all going to be a hundred percent dress them up in the holiday outfits. And so I'm with you, Dewey. I mean, um, I didn't realize, but I have a very unique picture of being with Mickey when he's dressed as an astronaut. Uh, it's not mm-hmm. as common as, as I thought it was. And so it's fun to be able to see the characters in different outfits. And and even if you don't go as much as Dewey, we all see the pictures of the characters in um, in their traditional garb. And so getting the opportunity to see them dressed. I know Goofy has uh, a beard that he has as Santa in, in a, in a Santa hat. And when he's in his garb, uh, or holiday garb. So I really enjoy, I I'm one, I'm a huge Christmas fan and two, it's just fun to see them in their different outfits. Um, so I too would, I, am I just, I, I guess I would like to hear some of the reasoning even why they didn't dress this year, but you know, I know Mickey's in his 50th, um, um, outfit but other than that anyway so yeah we're all in agreement and um so that's what's your favorite for this week
0: awesome and that just about does it for this episode of the wdw reflections podcast please find and follow us on all our social media we can be found on facebook instagram and on youtube at wdw reflections podcast and on twitter at wdw reflections this podcast can currently be found and played on many podcast platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Overcast. If you love the show, please leave us some feedback on Apple Podcasts. Those positive feedbacks help the show reach a larger audience and helps us grow. And don't forget, you can always message us from any of those social media accounts, or you can email us at wdwreflectionspodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Send us questions, comments, requests for trip tips, ideas for future podcast topics or anything else you can think of, because we would love to hear from you and please keep coming back because we truly appreciate you. Thanks for reflecting on Walt Disney, Walt Disney world memories with us on the WDW reflections podcast.
1: See you real soon.